Mrs. Ryan pushing the button. Okay. It's the Thursday show. Yay! Yay. Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> oh, you can see Baby Yoda. That's it, right? We're going to awesome. figure all that out in a little bit. All right, that's it. We're on. We're back. Great. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Ryan. Welcome back. Hello, everybody else. Welcome back. Tonight is Thursday, January 16th, 2020. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans. And uh, this is the old late night playset. Welcome back to it. Let's see if I can't crop this in a little bit here and we'll not see Baby Yoda. Oh, maybe I can't. There we go. There it goes. So we'll talk about the Baby Yoda in just a second here when our guest this afternoon, we're very excited about Mr. Tony Fishman, the CEO of Telefunken, uh, the microphones that we use here, and a, uh, a guest who is back for his second appearance uh, this evening, Tony Roger Fishman from the Telefunken, both electroacoustic and Telefunken Motorsports, and he's got he's always coming up with new ideas, so there's probably even other businesses we don't even know about we might get talking about today. So anyway, we're excited about it. It worked out really well. He's in town for NAM, the NAM show. Talking yes, about sir. all this, all this stuff, and uh, we'll have conversations about all the things in a few minutes. I think we were talking about the electro Porsche last time, so we're going to find out what's been going on with that, and then yeah. other new things too. Tons is happening. Tons is happening. I'm yeah, told, I'm told. Yeah, the music stuff. Are... I'm excited about for them too, and that because that in, that affects us as well here. It, we talked about that just a tiny bit of like where we're going and where they're going, and there's lots of crossover. Oh yeah, love. yeah. Well, we uh, yeah, and we've been promising some things for a long time that are going to help be facilitated through the telefunken guys so anyway they're all here and scott's here too hi scott <laughs> keeping everything on the road um hellos mrs ryan these are the hellos how you doing how you been oh I my like, gosh i'm great i like your tlg sweatshirt thanks get your car some tlc come on home to tlg <laughs> tlg auto come I on i do home. love that little jingle you made up. Well, I didn't... <clears throat> anybody old enough knows I didn't make it up. That used to be NBC's uh, slogan back in the 70s. Remember that? Come on home to NBC. <laughs> yes, but you changed the wording yeah, and made it relevant. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, how are you feeling, though? Are you okay? No. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show, Tony. What's going on? My body is ravaged and hurts like crazy, so I am... Trying to use my brain instead. And meanwhile, everyone can probably see all week, you have been very here and present-wise, your, your brain-wise. I really hope so. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't look like you're broken, even though you're feeling it. I hope so. I, I never know. I always feel the same. And you tell me, like, you're not here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> so I'm yeah. glad that it looks like I'm doing okay. All right. Uh, well, let's see. Somebody else here. I'm just going to shout out. A, it's a birthday shout out. This is to my grandfather. That's Pop Pop. Pop Pop. Pop Pop in all his Purple Heart gear. He turned 96 years old the other day. And here he uh, just this mo- this photo was taken uh, just a few minutes ago. And it was uh, taken in, at the VA hospital in Philadelphia. And uh, that's where Pop is now. He, uh, he was at a VA hospital down in Florida. because He's 96 years old. And that's what happens at this age and uh he moved up to philadelphia to be closer to aunt barb and all that so that's, that's what's going rad. on but uh happy birthday pop pop happy birthday, i have tried to call you every day for i don't know how long but the phone rings and rings and rings and now it sounds for the last couple of days he hasn't even been there so that's probably the reasons but uh, uh gosh we love you so much and uh hope to see you in philadelphia at some point soon love you 
So that's it. Had to do that. Thanks for going with me. Um, all right. I don't have too much today. Just some East Coast feeds. Okay. And, of course, it's Thursday, so there's that. And Dave, watch if we want to do that. Um, let's check in with the East Coast feed. Uh, Danbury Chive. I believe we're Brooke and the Kazman here. Let's see where we are. Roll it out. She looks beautiful. East Coast feed coming to you live from the Richfield Play. You did good. That was good. I try, I handed it to her. I, I, I get, sent her the note and she got it. We're here. You all right, kid? First day in heels. Um, so, we're, all right. Not first day anyway, we're here at the Richfield Playhouse. Uh, we talked about it earlier today in the early East Coast feed, but the dad did a tribute. There's people coming. Who gives a shit? Anyway, Sandy Hook promised to the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, Dad did a, a charity show tonight. It was fucking awesome. Love you guys. Want to send some love from Ridgefield. No focus. Oh, no shit. focus. The camera was in focus fine, but no focus. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel so much better being myself around people you know. Really? They're way less focused than I could ever hope to not be. Well, we've talked about this before. I am more focused than most people, sometimes to a point where it's too much. You know what I mean? Like tunnel vision too much. I, yeah. mean, I, mean, I have an ability to do that. Sometimes yeah. it's good. Sometimes it's you know, too much. I, I used to too, and then I let everyone get in my head. Like, <laughs> that doesn't need to happen, but they make me laugh. No. Yeah, they do make me laugh too. That's a good point, though. You've got to get everybody else out of your head. That doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. You're, you're in charge of your future. Um, okay, uh, we've got another one. Let's see where they are. I believe we're at uh, Richfield BMW now checking in. Uh, Danbury Chive, roll it out. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. East Coast Speed coming to you live from BMW in Richfield, Connecticut. And we're standing here right by this beautiful sign that says that we have body shop services. That's my Vanna White, body shop services. And you can see you can call for estimates from Michael Andrade. Thank you, Tom. And uh, Michael Andrade, after only two months of working, quit. Because why not? So, Tom, what's our plan? We're going to hire a new person. Anybody who's willing to come down, if you want to officially change your name to Michael Andrade, since we spent 10 grand on the sign, you're hired. There you go. Since we spent 10 grand on the sign. <laughs> it's like Indeed.com. Go with that. Love you guys. <laughs> So, I mean, one, it's very funny, but I have so many, like, logistical issues with that. One, are we not advertising the guy who doesn't work there anymore, even right now, Michael Andrade? Yeah. Uh, also, ten grand for that sign is too much, let's say that. And um, also, if we're designing that sign, <laughs> the guy may always change. So just ask for body shop services or whatever. I feel like there's a lot of fills that, I'm ma- with you. that made that joke. There's a lot of question marks that let that happen. You're right. Something to think about, Kaz, man. Uh, I love that his friend there, who we could barely hear, though, whoever the Tom, I think he said his name was, but he was like, because hey, we spent 10 grand on the sign. It was just so fucking East Coast. <laughs> Sorry, pardon my language. That was, too. Uh, okay, I've got one more, all right? So maybe we'll, okay. skip, we'll skip one of the other things, but I've got one more. Let's just blow them all out since it's the weekend, all right? Okay. All right, one more. Checking in. Danbury Chive. No idea where he is. Roll it out. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, it's Steve Kaz. Don't mind Diana in the background. She's here hanging out at Orange Theory Fitness where Brooke works. Say hi. Oh. Look, we got a new a new enthusiast who just subscribed hey, to the late night playset. I just hit the subscribe button. I got to hit the little bell, right? Hit the bell. Hit the bell. You want to make bell, sure everyone. you know when the East Coast feed is coming right. from the late night playset. Say hi. Say hi to everybody. That's California right there. It's warm out there. It's you right there. It feels green. It's a little warm. It's warm. It's a little warm. We're here. They're doing a whole event tonight. Orange Theory, as you can see behind me. Boom. Look at this. Fantastic. Brooke, do you want to get in? Nah, she doesn't ever want to get in. Look, she's running away. She's running away. She is. She's in the back. Anyway, that was it. That's Liz. Hi. Hi. There you go. See? 
we're here. This is Orange Theory Night. Mina, come and say hi to Jay and Nicole. Hey, Jay and Nicole, I'm Mina. <laughs> there you go, see? You've met everybody now. You know the whole crew. Our night is over here. We had a, a, a fun-filled uh, transformation challenge at Orange Theory. And by the way, I'm a fat kid, apparently. I did the weight thing. What's it called? The, what's that thing called over there? The body scan. Body scan. Like, I'm 22% a fat kid. That's the problem. So apparently I need to stop eating like a fat bastard. Anyway, yeah, well, alcohol, yeah. Snacks, pasta. You know, we love it. Anyway, love you guys. There you go. Oh, that was a lot. Well, there's a lot to it. Uh, I thought that Orange Theory thing was like a one-off, and I thought they were crazy for using the singular, singular wireless I know, logo you said and the that. whole thing. But uh, it seems like uh, I think Orange Theory is actually a very large chain because yeah. I think they're out here and stuff too. I didn't realize. I did. So that's what Singular Wireless is now. They 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 got bought out by AT and T, and now they make gyms. Correct. Okay. It's a Same workout branding and everything. <laughs> What's the deal with the lights in there? Why are the orange? Why are the lights orange in the workout zones? Did you see that when you go into the gym? It's all you know the orange. There is light. some pop psychology influence to that. I'm assuming there is an orange theory to it, and that's what this is all named after, and everything else. Like, oh, if you take in the orange filtered light, the rose colored. Sure, glasses. you can sell anything. This is just another iteration of how to do that. Thank you very much. I understand that. I'm curious what theirs is, what their little fulcrum is. I did not. I have not studied it. Okay. Because it's all maybe Brooke will tell us at some point. That'd be awesome. Now that she's talking again. <laughs> John Candy and Home Alone. You know, three, four weeks started talking again. It came around. Okay. Uh, all right. Yabber, yabber, yabber. Um, let's do Dave Watch, Mrs. Ryan, since we have stuff to cover. Pushing the Dave button. All right. Yes, sir. Here we are. This is Dave Watch. Anything new with Dave Watch, Mrs. Ryan? Yep. I should. I should. Hang on. I should. That wasn't fair. If you've been watching the show recently, you know we've been going after David Letterman as a guest on this program. If you haven't, or you're just tuning in, you're first, you're new, whatever. Uh, there are a lot of reasons for it. Obviously, we're sitting at Dave's old set. Uh, it'll be neat to have that conversation. Uh, but more importantly, there are some very personal, uh, lifelong history stories, uh, parts of facets of this whole thing that uh, that are that are that need to happen they need to take place this this conversation has to happen and uh and so we are uh, doing everything we can in our power to make that happen mrs ryan is there anything new with dave watch <laughs> nothing concrete that anyone can hang their hat on and i know that's what everyone wants and so part of my job don't is, worry about what everyone else wants we're doing what we're supposed to do part of what i need to do is educate people about what pr is i didn't know what it was when i started and this side of it is so confusing and it causes a lot of people angel investors of ours to really not understand why things take longer than it does sometimes mm, yeah and this is an it's going to happen, mm -hmm. but we don't know when. Right. And so the next step is not about him, the guy per se. It's like, how do we make this set up properly for the next step for all of us? Because that's what everyone is focused on. It's not making this happen because that's we've already gotten past that. Exactly. Right. 
I like what you always say all the time. There's a bigger story here. It's a bigger picture. We have to keep doing this while all these other things are. It's funny because people are like, oh, is this all you do? And it's kind of like, well, yeah, but no, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard question to answer. Um, it's almost like this is what we do in the meantime while we're actually doing this business development for the same thing, but down the road. It's, it's convoluted. But it's actually so focused that it can't miss. <laughs> it's so focused. Becoming a public personality is not easy. And that's why a lot of people did it for years before they became famous. And we're just out all the time. Yeah. Just this is who we are. And that's what I used to do. So I'm owning that. Crazy days. Crazy days. It's I love amazing. what you posted today. Your picture of uh, was it your old office with all the Polaroids? Your it's, it's some I took from my old office, but I used to have them up everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The amount of, I mean, anybody who's famous today, at some point you worked with them. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, and that's been Dave Watch. <laughs> Uh, 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 okay, and then uh, we mentioned the other day on the show uh, about the website and merch store and stuff like that. The website is live. I said maybe next week. You said this week for sure. The website is live. Merch store still being worked on. I'm still going to say next week, but if that's this week, that'll be incredible. Um, but it's live. People can go to it. I think it's basically a hub, right? That's it's more a hub of what we're doing. It directs everyone to where they need to go, but it's but pretty latenightplayset.com. 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 Crazy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut influence coming in here with our guest today. I'm excited. Um, okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry. We've yabber yabbered. I think it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> Mrs. Ryan. <laughs> oh, what's going on, Mrs. Ryan? NBC Comcast has uh, a new streaming network coming out this year, and they announced a name today. Oh, I thought we had one. What is it? Peacock. Oh, we've had that for a long time. <laughs> I feel like you did this story already. Maybe I did, but this is the next but level. But is it launched today? Is that what's going on? Yes. At the TCAs, they're doing a several hour-long presentation and uh, announcing their development slate, which is includes MacGruber. Oh, no way. A TV show of MacGruber. Now, MacGruber, of course, was a Saturday Night Live sketch that turned into a Saturday Night Live-based sketch movie, but it's originally based on the... ABC drama with uh, MacGyver. MacGyver, yeah. <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, but Will Forte, who I, I used to be friends with a long time ago, um, made an SNL sketch. He wrote that sketch and then created the TV show. And so he's bringing it to the stream. So cool. I can't wait. I mean, I mean I, I'm mean, i excited because it, you know, it, it was a TV show. So this will be one to one now. It'll finally be apples to apples. Let's have a comedy MacGyver TV show. Yeah. That's exciting. We'll see. Um, over the since the 19th century, when we came up with all the knowledge we thought was static and forever, it's not. Uh, but body temperature that we thought we knew was normal and standard 98.6 is no longer. It's decreased since the 19th century by like a degree or half a degree, depending on gender. I was always whatever it's supposed to be 98.6. I was always the opposite. 96.8 was that was that was like my and my dad was the same way. Really? Mm -hmm. 
I was low too, and no one no one looked into it. But hmm. like, I didn't match what the number was. But it never meant lower. anything to me as a kid because we had so much energy. You could always just you know create the warmth and everything else. Uh, as an adult, now that we're a little bit older and the blood's thinned and the whole bit, I, I get cold at about sixty degrees. I mean, truly, about fifty degrees outside. I'm like chilly. It's a, temperature is a big deal. That used to be t-shirt weather, you know, because like the snow was melting. <laughs> Have you ever skied in shorts? Never shorts. Uh, t-shirt and jeans, I think, for sure. Gloves, stuff like that. Maybe a long sleeve t-shirt. Definitely jeans. Like definitely without the windbreaker and stuff like that, though, because it was so nice and warm. My brother skied in. I never did because I didn't ski that. Shorts long. is a that's a that's a commitment. That's a ballsy move. It is, but it's just temperature's different for everyone, and now it's apparently different than what we think it is. Have a gander. Um, okay. Uh, the guy, uh, I wrote it down because I always say it wrong, Yusaka Mezawa, the guy that uh, is going around in the moon at SpaceX All and right. whatever. Guy looking for a girlfriend for the moon. That's become a reality show in Japan, and they got 20,000 applications. Of course it has. Genius. It's genius, and I'm fascinated. I think this is hilarious. So it's crazy. Bachelor goes to the moon, right? Bachelorette goes to the moon. Yeah, it's bananas, and it is absurd. But I'm interested. I'm more interested because they're going to the moon. But whatever. Um, And then, lastly, uh, Modern Family is coming to an end finally after ten seasons. I just saw that the other day. We have a friend. We have a few friends, but I saw a friend who worked on that show just posted they. The final, they're done. I think they're done, right? They've actually shot it, or at least they're shooting. I think they're done, but yeah. uh, the news out today is there was another death on the show of an older cast, not in real life. Right, a character. A character death, um, which I don't want to spoiler alert, but like I, it hit me, and it's the second one that I read about. The first one. There is- are two people I can think of it maybe being, and I don't want to say their names, but one is from Cheers. Is it? Is it? That already happened. Oh, it did. Okay, well then would it be... The guy we met in San Francisco from Silver Streak and everything else. Wasn't her husband? Should I just say his name? I don't want to ruin it. I'm asking you if I should or not. Uh, I don't know who you mean. Yes. Yes. It's that one. Mm. So it just brought back a lot of memories. So everyone, I feel like I'm not the only Modern Family fan ever. You feel like you're not the only Modern Family fan ever? I think you might be right about that. (laughs) Use the right words. (laughs) I think I might support that decision. Of of people that (laughs) watch the show. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, but that was news today, and it hit me pretty hard. I love that show, too. And that's been <laughs> What's Going On, Mrs. Ryan. Baby Yoda's head. We're going to find out about that in a few minutes. It just looks like an alien to me. Yeah. but Because I, I haven't seen the movie, the new Star Wars. When I was told it was Yoda, I saw it, but I didn't. Well, same here, yeah. Same before. here. But I still see a gremlin, an alien, and a few other things. Totally. Yeah. Like okay. Independence Day alien. Mm-hmm. You, I like it. You guys are all going to know what we talk about now, what we're what we're talking about in a few minutes. Um, okay, I'm going to get the marbles out of my mouth. We're going to take a little <laughs> bit of a break. <laughs> this is Ryan, and uh, we're going to be back in here with Tony Roger Fishman from uh, Telefunken. Yep, that's going to be exciting. More to come right after this. Tony Fishman in that chair. Late night play set. Great. Ryan's will be back right after this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have fun. <laughs> Oh, so 
delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh so delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. All right. Well, with that, let's just bring it on back here. Uh, all right. And we are back sitting here with Tony Roger Fishman of the Telefunken Electroacoustic and the whole, I'm going to say the whole Telefunken conglomerate over there. That's you. Yeah, that is. What's we, going on, brother? Welcome back. Thank you. So Thank you for having me. And, and you your guys. friend here. I got the wide shot so that we can make sure to get your friend in there. Yeah. I'm, this is Baby Yoda. and there, But there's a story behind this Baby Yoda. It's not that you just came with blue Yeah, it's kind of no like a, a, a Nam tradition. Uh, we usually... Uh, on uh, was it Catella there we walk each morning and get breakfast on our way in and uh there's a balloon sculptor uh at the Denny's there where we usually grab a quick bite and uh, each year he does a balloon sculpture for me does so, he work at the Denny's like is he pays yeah, like characters by clown in front of the Denny's which is in front of the Denny's now the truth yeah. comes out <laughs> yeah well no he's behind in, the Denny's in, in the lobby of the Denny's <laughs> but, He's got his foot in the door, but not not for nothing. But he, most Denny's I know don't have a lobby. They might have a barely a vestibule. Is he hanging out in the vestibule? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, so we've been we've been having the balloon animal uh, the balloon things done. Uh, you know, couple five, six, seven years now. I mean, I've been going. So to, this is a tradition. Been going to Nam. The company's been going to Nam. Nineteenth um, year. Um, wow. So, under you, yeah, that's we're very, very really impressive. blessed to be nominated for a tech award this year uh, for our Alchemy microphone series. Now I don't have a visual for that, but these are the the more sn- more studio oriented microphones, usually vacuum tube microphones, um, and they're also kind notably of, good looking, right? They have the ones some have a copper, or some yeah. Have a different. The Alchemy series, um, we kind of went through. Uh, uh, we used to have something called RFT. And um, it was heavy and expensive to ship, and we found a way to kind of put it in a better, sexier package. So okay. a little lighter weight. The case now is something that's reusable. Uh, microphones used to come in cardboard. We want to, you know, be green and have reusable. And everyone that. likes keeping their microphones for in good shape forever. So yeah, absolutely. The, the case is a big deal. The mic box is, you know supposed to be a work of art you're talking to a ge- i mean I'm, I'm with you i totally agree so uh are these the wooden there's not the wooden box ones um, that, that's the more expensive stuff, yeah isn't it? The, the diamond series yeah. okay yeah. all right well but, but you all, got an award for this yeah we have alchemy uh, the alchemy series is sort of our studio projects level microphones um and uh they're they're really uh um great bang for the buck and they um uh, are voiced uh, similar to the Diamond Series microphones, so oh, you know, a, so that's the, why the bang for the, the buck. The darker German sound is the U forty seven, and the the brighter, more airy top is the C twelve or two fifty one, which is the Austrian sound. And Are then, these more uh, what people would think of with the vintage style? Yeah. The, the bigger... Yeah. Okay. These are the, the famous microphones that, uh, well, if you go back, um, you know, you see pictures of artists like Nat King Cole at Capitol and... you know, Giant just, microphones. Yeah. I mean, the recordings are just... 
you know, over and over and over again, the Austrian and German microphones are used. And of course, you know, how we connected with, with the, you and I seeing the yeah, seeing the, the picture of, uh, the, the Letterman mic, you yeah. know, um, zoom out there since it's right you know, here. So. <laughs> uh, can't, can't really help much about that. It's just, uh, amazing, uh, all the, all the connections, um, that you and I share. Yeah. 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 Well, the first time we talked on the phone that one night when it was just kind of like, hey, you're a nerd. Hey, I'm a nerd. Hey, we should probably nerd out together. Uh, and we got on the phone real quick and um, just c- kind of not believing how the similarities and, and the, the, the parallels kept yeah. un- unfolding and, un- and uncovering themselves to the point where I felt like this guy is we're like related or something. Um, and then and then you got here on the show, and then you brought microphones, and you you sponsor the show and everything else, and, yeah. and that's that's where we are. Um, you're in town though for the Nam show, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, which just it started like right like while you're this, sitting here this morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be fashionably late. You know, that's that's the thing to do in the music business is to <laughs> not walk. Be the first one to walk in the door. So can't be the guy at first. I got I got to show up when the cool people show up. So I'll be I'll. I'll uh, um, but blessed to be here with you. I mean, I can't get I cooler than this. I had an interview this. <laughs> this morning. It's all you need to say. That's right. I was on television this morning. Yeah, yeah. Had to do that. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. So it's been uh, about a year since I saw you last. I think it's been almost exactly a year because the day that we put this together, Scott, I got a friend's a message that we had a one year, you know, whatever, our friend's anniversary or whatever. Yeah. Friend anniversary. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it's been a year. I mean, we were sitting in this exact same room, but it didn't feel like this at that point. Well, when you're passionate, you're focused, and you're working hard, time just kind of ticks away, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it's really <laughs> hard to, like, find the time. I'm so blessed that you guys had me back on the show. You know, it was a surprise to uh, just have that serendipity that, oh, we're here again, same time of year, and, and wow, let's make this happen. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Of course we would. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's finish up with uh, this Yoda guy over here because I, I want to tie it into something else, of course, with the Nam show. Um, the reason Yoda's here today, I mean, I understand why he was made over at the Denny's Vestibule, <laughs> but why is he here today? Well, he's here today because we're uh, we're going to give away a uh, um, a microphone um a yellow in, in microphone. tribute to yellow car <laughs> a yellow microphone right a yellow microphone happens to be today and uh the reason why it's a yellow microphone um obviously uh it 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 works right absolutely porsche life 111 yeah. all the way so uh, what's your name miss where are you from hello i'm nicole <laughs> <laughs> larry bud melman the whole bit uh, I love that we that we got this. This, of course, was in the Yoda's hand when the guy did it. But yeah. once we got here, we and this is no no problem at all. Handling noise on that one's not so good. No problem at all. And for a wireless, it's really yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, uh, that's very exciting. But please stop by the telephone booth if you have telephone booth. Let me let me do all this again. If you happen to be at the NAM show this weekend, please stop by the Telefunken booth, which is booth number fifteen one twenty one. Fifteen one twenty one. That's not your password, is it? No. <laughs> uh, and and enter a ch- or just show up. How does it work? They enter for a chance to win. Uh, I believe there's an entry um, on the Telefunken website. Oh, um, great! So and and I think NAMM. if it well, um, I maybe you do. Don't have all the particulars. I know if you come by the booth. And you scan, uh, there's a QR code at the booth. Right. And uh, if you scan at the booth, uh, you're, you're entered. 
Perfect. So, all right. Um, so there you go. Bring your phone over to the telephone yeah, booth. And each day we're thing. we're giving away a different color. Um, Today's is yellow because of us. But yeah. what are they throughout the rest? Of uh, the I think the next one is um, blue. Uh, I think it's two different shades of blue, like a Mexico blue, and then um, a darker blue and. Uh, that's what I saw. There was like a teal. There were a few different Yeah, there's interesting... four, four, four days of NAMM, so four different colors. And I actually, uh, you know, picked the colors. My, my uh, uh, graphics guy back at the office, Nick, did a great job. You know, I, don't, I shared a post with you uh, yeah. on, on Facebook. It actually comes from an old Porsche poster, like the layer of the colors. And the, the, our... Mrs. Ryan has a uh, Hunziker design shirt with the same thing with the speed gelb and all the different uh, German names yeah. of the colors and everything. You did something very similar. I was going to say that your microphones are while by no means a copy of those colors, but there are definitely nods and inspirations. You can see a lot of old vintage Porsche colors, which is super cool. Yeah. So if you happen to be a Porsche fan and need a microphone, this is the only one you can buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, all, it all folds together for me. You know, um, I, I, I love the, um, the, the fit and the finish. Um, I like being able to, you know, offer something, the custom shop. Uh, at Telefunken is, uh, you know, there's a custom shop configurator on the website. Um, where this you would can, be the equivalent to your paint to sample, right? Correct, yeah. You can go there and you can pick uh, whatever color head grow, whatever color mic body, and, and it can be personalized further. Um, so it's, I just saw the other day, you guys have wood bodies now too? Are they actual laminate? You know, or? I wanted to do actual wood bodies. and um, unfortunately, start with like saying they're beautiful. Some, some shielding issues and... Uh, they're delicate, um, so a few samples were originally made in wood, but these is a simulated wood finish on the metal handle okay. for shielding and durability. Um, but there are certain artists that like the idea of having not a big metal-looking microphone in front of their wooden instrument. So um, there's an oak, I think, and a cherry finish, and um, they look kind of cool in the studio. And They look really you neat, know. and even if they're not real wood, they definitely look like wood, so there's a warmer feeling that even though that probably doesn't affect the sound in any way, I can't imagine it would. Yeah, it's like a simulated grain finish in the, in the handle. Authentic, what, what, when we were kids, it was genuine authentic, or genuine <laughs> imitation wood grain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like what leather or the leatherette uh, or the you know uh, um, yeah the, the different or whatever different different uh, seats and seating. But uh, whether it's the fit and finish, you know, a lot of a lot of what I see and try to um, um, inspire within the microphones is that same kind of quality, you know, um, and and fit and function and the colors just you know are really uh, meaningful to me. I uh, want to eventually figure out how. Each color can represent, uh, you know, a f- philanthropic cause. Oh, I love that. Um, I so love that. I have to do a little more homework on that one and figure out how to do it the right way. I but like where I, your brain goes, Tony. I, I, I want to do good things with the microphones. The power of broadcast is so well, this magic is, oh, and, sorry. you know, connects us all. Um, it's just... It's just awesome to be able to to make tools that collect good vibrations and uh, make people happy, you know. When you were here last, that was sort of the agenda, which was what, why Telefunk and what's different, what, you know, the whole, there was a, we really needed to unpack it last time. And uh, since we did, I can't tell you how many times I've told the story because the story is so good. Having nothing to do with anyone who's interested in Telefunk and microphones or microphones in general, um, we had a guy in here recently who just had a really 
neat, inspiring story about his father who had passed away, and there was blah, 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 some story. But he wanted to take this not-so-positive story and, you know, change the conversation and do good things with it. And I said, you have to hear this story about a friend of ours who actually is our sponsor. And we told the story all over on the show again, unpacked the whole thing, and the guy was like, wow, that's, in- that's, in- that's incredible. Like, that's absolutely incredible. So... Um, the story is wicked important. We don't need to tell it over if you don't want to. Yeah, no. But the, the, the fact that you essentially started this company to take something that was known, it was incredibly good quality and all the things, but there was some negative mojo attached to it yeah. for obvious reasons. And you said, I'm going to do this so that I can overcome that negative mojo yeah. and just flood the place with let's, positivity. Let's, let's cancel out those those bad vibrations with good ones you know noise canceling and and phase um and in the way things sound uh and vibrate you know that's why the colors look a certain way and um that's why the car makes you feel a certain way with whatever exhaust you you know choose however you choose to tune it you know um well this is what i like about your custom shop you know you're you're in a, a field where you're dealing with artists yeah. creative people who want not the same on the on the way up here in the drive we stopped for coffee coffee just before coming over and i in the car and i i yelled to sky i said you got to stop the car right now because we were driving by uh george barris's place right around the corner and i had no idea it was so close and you know uh king of customs what can i say yeah pinch me there's another connection right no matter what you say of the guy in his later life or the other you know there's a lot of controversy there back in the day he was the guy yeah the monsters coach and that's what i oh yeah i mean i can still remember the day sitting watching black and white tv in my parents floor in connecticut you know in the fancy living room and watching that monsters thing come on and, and 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 seeing that that car and like looking at those intakes and being like just how is it possible? It's half dragster, half so, coffin. <laughs> so cool, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, there's one other car like that. There's one other movie. You know, I think I talked about it last time. I don't know if I'm repeating the same ground, but the Harold and Maude. Oh, I love you, you know the 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 the, the Hearst Jag. Yeah, it was the E type. Yeah. You know, and watch back. it sail over the the mountain at the end, and and you know. Did we talk about? There's somebody who recreated it, or they built one that's yeah. Pretty I think authentic. there's a pretty 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 good clone of it out there because i guess the original car was flung off the that's cliff at the said. end of the movie yeah that's what they said really? you know, yeah the, the original car was destroyed yeah by the motion picture company that uh, wow i adore that movie do you like that movie yeah same here yeah even as a kid i liked it even though i didn't understand why i liked it i just knew that there was something very real and authentic about the honesty in which the storytelling yeah. unfolded Harold and Maude. highly recommend Harold and Maude to anyone <laughs> oh yeah you didn't used to like that movie but don't you like it now as an adult or not? I, I don't know. I need to watch it again. I think I saw it in a sociology class, so like it was automatically schoolwork. That's what I did too. I saw it in a, exactly the same thing. Search for self. That's funny. I was not as open. The soundtrack for Heroin Mob. That the fact that it was the Cat Stevens. It's all Cat Stevens. Yeah. And it was at a you know time where that you know I don't know, just really connected with me. You know that that that's sort of one of the soundtracks of my life. Not to bring up another band, but like, you know, I got to ask you. I know, I know you're into the Grateful Dead. You know, loosely. You know, not this, as much as you. This uh, <laughs> recently, you know, uh, you must be a Rush fan, huh? Well, it's interesting. I'm a drummer, and 
while I respect and appreciate Neil Peart, he's never been my favorite, and I'm very sorry that he's gone because I know what a god he was to so many people. Yeah. But it missed me. I always liked the music, but I it never was like the holy music that it is to Rush fans. So can I can I tell you my little Please. connection to Rush? Let's hear it. So you know I went away to boarding school at a very young age uh, in Putney, Vermont. I went to the Greenwood School, and um, Forty Boys dormitory had a roommate. We both had boom boxes, competing boom boxes, and he was the biggest Rush fan in the world. And I woke up and went to bed with and heard every single day, you know, Rush. And uh, so for me, I I got, uh, uh, I was just numb to it actually growing up. For a while, I didn't want to listen to Rush because I had a bad experience with this roommate. Had you liked it ever? Up until moving pictures happened, I wasn't really so connected with it. I, you know, because of this situation, but like 81 or something, uh, when moving picture happened, it was like in my headphones. I, I think I didn't take that, uh, you know, away from, <laughs> you know, my daily listening routine for, for but a second, you know? Yeah. Um, so it really connected with me and, uh, and, you know, just, um, was that cause of where you were at, your, at that point in your life though? Well, you know, I, I mean, was I, the album that good? Cause obviously people say it is. I, I, I really think it, it opened the doors for them. And, um, you know, later in life, um, so I think it was around 2015 R40 tour, their retiring reunion tour, right? Um, we have this connection because all of a sudden they're using telephone and microphones on stage. So to go through this journey with them where at a young age, for a while I didn't like them, then I couldn't not like them. And then <laughs> to have them use the gear, it's like, wow. Yeah. I got to have that connection with them. They recorded with our microphones. Mission complete. Yeah. You know? So. But how many? I mean, that's one band that's big right now because you know, their drummer passed away last week. But yeah. so many bands you have that oh, same relationship with. Yeah, it goes so many artists goes on and on. So you know you have to keep positive and looking forward and finding new music and new artists and you know the um, changing of the guard. Mm. Um, it's difficult. I've always had trouble, like uh, never wanted to let go of the music when bands. You know, it's a miracle that they come together that the, these guys can get along for so long and and play for so long and then and then something happens and and then it's over and it's like you either live in that moment and can get out and see live music and enjoy it or you, you just have to appreciate it it's yeah. it's it's a great way to connect and um the microphones do that for us and uh it's just unbelievable to to experience something like that to see something like that from the from the helm of our you know, telefunken spaceship. Well, you're Mr. Segway today because I can't think of an, another way to bring the conversation around to the telefunken studios and your soundstage yeah. and everything that's new with it because we were making some plans to do some stuff together even in its old form and with what you've got going on now, I, I can only imagine that that's going to be really good this year when we do it. Yeah, we're waiting for, for spring to to happen um what's eight, going on with your space um well we're perfecting uh perfecting a soundstage working on 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 lighting and um we just got through all the 
all the zoning and um, everything we needed to have, um, you know, a unique boutique concert um, in a studio environment. Yep. So much like we are in your studio here. I, gonna, I say it's exactly this. We're going to have a sound stage with like that kind of old school studio vibe and, you know, do shows from there. It's going to be incredible. Um, and, and again, not quantity, but quality. We want to have people come in there and have very unique experiences and very small, very small shows. I think our occupancy will be under 200 or just around 200. That's awesome. That's so cool. And um, this is going to be special events. This will be obviously hoping, maybe like maybe record launches, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm trying to this, figure out. This, it'll be a soft launch. You know, we'll start with some some local um, local bands we've been working with for a long time. Sure. Um, but you know, all the music production is kind of um, begat this. You know, it's this space that has turned into a magic space where we can apply everything we've learned about music production and making microphones and recording technology. Um, the last year, um, we've been working on something called Telefunken Electro Records. Oh. Um, and this is birthed out of the, the, the studio and the soundstage uh, in that we're um, just working on a, a record for a Connecticut band, Max Creek. Love it, yeah. I've been yeah. seeing since I was like 15 years old. They're kind of like my uh, favorite local. Yeah. And, um, well, whenever you be, do something with them, you post it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've been working on uh, recording uh, vinyl for them. Wow. And, um, you know, so we've had to really learn something old again you know yeah. it's much like making the microphones like they did back in the day well we're gonna you make dove vinyl. in though you know the intricacies of ev sure groove I mean, and it's in, so neat in in the last year we you know probably the most meaningful thing i've learned uh, uh, in the in the past year is that you know record with a groove on each side you know it's not linear like a cd in that as the needle moves across the record and gets closer to the center um the space in the groove loses dynamic range so so you get closer to because the, of the drag because the, the the radius is different as the as the um groove gets smaller the dynamic range is diminished slightly so you know uh in modern cd making you know where they put the song on the cd is is you know you usually have like a they're more popular songs at the beginning and then there are a couple throwaway songs and you know how it is you know they're like four songs on every cd that you like and there's a handful that you yeah they put it on there too right so <laughs> you know cd making was different when you make a vinyl record um there are areas on the actual space on the record whether it's the first second third fourth track as it gets closer uh, to the center you're losing dynamic range so with a band like max creek that's live music and they're playing longer songs it gets really harder to to do that um so we had a, a lot to learn what's the answer bigger records like what how do you <laughs> or is it do you have to combat it with technology i, 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 I suppose <laughs> if you had a bigger you, you know what i mean like I, 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 that's a trip to think about you know um, but 
learning about literally like what's in the groove is is really where it's at and it's just so remarkable that there's this renaissance of vinyl and that when you walk into the bookstore you can't buy cds anymore there are records there or it's a download yeah and the fact that the records are coming back is just don't you feel it's how it should be though because then we'll actually have the dichotomy we'll have the most electronic modern thing and then we've got the analog physical thing in its truest form you know yeah, that melty material that can just end in a day if you leave it in the car you know really really special you yeah. know it's I, fragile that's part of what that's what i'm you saying know, it's we, fragile we grew up and we kind of like got the tail end the vinyl and and you know i i, I to be able to experience that again and and, and make a, a record, wow! I know there's a, a bunch of uh, lectures uh, on mastering uh, at NAM, and uh, you know it's really hard to be there and stay at the booth the whole time because <laughs> everyone wants to tell you about it. <laughs> I can't tell you if you've never been to a NAM and you're into music and you're a musician, you have to get there because you can't get more than kid in a candy store. It is the place where you can meet and network and whether it be about the gear or about the production or about the artist um it's it's just like uh it's where the tribe gets together yeah it's for us comic-con for for gear mm -hmm. and tech stuff for sure yeah. and then at night my god the parties at night yeah we've we've been uh we've held a few a few where Unlike Comic Con, it's you don't have to go to the parties. The parties are everywhere. The parties are in the lobbies of everywhere. Like you can't even go across the street without leaving one party and entering another just because of the ancillary business around the lobbies of the building. Is that about? Is that a yeah? yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a rock and roll show big time. Yeah, and you, and you love fun. it. You eat it up. I do. I do. How um, does it compare to say like CES, which is smaller and more consumer oriented? Yeah, um, they're set up sort of the same way where there are booths and spaces and halls and and different uh you know uh businesses exhibiting um you know they're very similar structure i mean sema is sort of the same way but of course they have a lot bigger booths because there's cars in them not just little microphones so it's basically a trade show is a trade show is a trade show e yeah but i like to think it's a little cooler <laughs> <laughs> you know you get top record producers and artists, you know, have been there and, you know, had very famous individuals come by and walk up and, wow, we really appreciate what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, how does that feel? I mean, it's got to feel great. Uh, it's, it's great. This year, uh, Joni Mitchell's being nominated for a lifetime, uh, rock and roll, uh, the, the hall of fame or lifetime achievement award with, uh, with, uh, with music. And, um, you know, it's kind of cool that she happens to be uh, receiving this award this year. My career kind of started because of a microphone that was burnt uh, in in a studio. Of, you know, I, think recording? I mentioned it last time yeah. in the last show, so I don't want to go no. over the ground too much. But, uh, you know, that's really how the Phoenix Rose was. Uh, there was a fire-damaged microphone that belonged to Alan Sides Ocean Way. And Joni had barred it, and it had uh, unfortunately had an accident in the studio. And the studio, it had caught fire, and um, that was one of the first 251s I restored from tip to toe. And um, it's really how the business started and how we have the microphone capsule we do. So it's a bookend. Like the fact that she's getting it this year and everything else, it kind of feels yeah. a little... Yeah, that's very cool. You know, 19 years from finding a burnt microphone to 
Well, but you know. the parallels here are uncanny. I mean, you know we're going through the same situation, and this is the year, you know, that's all going to finally hopefully be resolved. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine it's... I can't imagine what's going through your head right now. It must be really cool. I'm looking forward to the Tech Awards. I really am. Uh, being nominated is, is is wonderful. I think it's the first time that a whole series of microphones is nominated. Usually, they just nominate a particular microphone. Oh, really? Our Alchemy series has four uh, four microphones and three unique voicings. Um, so there's really three microphones being nominated. So. Hey. When are the awards? <laughs> stiff comp- <laughs> stiff competition with five or six other companies that are also nominated. But um, I, I, I'm really proud, really proud of my guys back uh, in Connecticut, um, my family, um, you know, the team um, that's back there putting microphones together every day. Um, it's just... I love the pictures of your assembly line of all the people and all the parts and all the stuff. To me, you know, being a nerd techie guy, like I love seeing all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We have five or six uh, folks at the booth today. Um, you know, our international sales manager is here from Italy. Um, we're now shipping microphones. I, I think I lost track after 117 different countries. Wow. I, I know we, uh, we're so just rad. opening up more territory. We have a, a couple new distributors. Um, and um, our distributor in Japan um, is... We're very, very happy with what's going on in Japan right now. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you know... The, I think there'll be uh, some, oh. some some more news about that, um, you know, as the show progresses. I'll probably post about that when it happens. But. Okay, gosh, I mean, I can't even imagine what you could mean by that. Don't mind me while I clean uh, up this mess. No worries. <laughs> no I made worries. it. No worries. Um, I, I don't even know what exactly that means. Like, well, what is ha- going on in Japan that I don't maybe know about um, that would affect your our, our distributor in Japan is really happy with our products, and I oh, believe we'll be receiving a, a bunch. Se- receiving an award from Japan for a, a you know. Our uh, dynamic series, That's I believe. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I see why you sandwiched it in there with the same thing. Then that makes perfect sense. Um, <clears throat> can we talk about Porsche a little bit? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> other than me and the people we hang out with, I don't know a bigger Porsche file than you, Mister. Yeah. Uh, you've got a whole bunch. You race a whole bunch. Obviously, when you were here last time, we talked about the Electro. Um, that yeah. Maybe we Electric should pick up. What's are. going on with that? Yeah. So um, my. Uh, my project has been backburnered a little bit. You know, it's expensive to do uh, these experiments. <laughs> you the know? way you were doing them, yes, sir. Yeah. So we got we got a little ahead of ourselves, and we got the car together. We got it tested at the end of end, end of last year, and we, sh- we showed some video on the show of it rolling and it running yeah. and it roaring. Yeah, it's um, it's really powerful. Um, so a lot of what we do, uh, been working on is making it safer. We had some problems with the inverter. Um, we had some low voltage, um, issues that we're, uh, working through in, um, changing out the inverter and hopefully in the spring we're going to get back to testing the car oh cool um and so it is truly back burner this is not a dead project even you're it, you're just when you get to it you know here's the thing you know this is something i did from my imagination and my heart and a wise businessman wouldn't do it <laughs> and somebody who owns an international brand maybe shouldn't do it because it's a dangerous thing and I want it to be safe. And, um, you know, doing outlaw stuff and like <laughs> Frankenstein's garage is great, but like I want to make sure that my whole crew is, uh, you know, taken care of and, and doing it the right way. And I didn't really want to, you know, I was rushing last year for the weather to try to do it. And, That's right. You know, 
New England's difficult. You know, you got weather, you got snow, you got sand, you got, you know, trying to make the appointment to like have a private time at the track. Not it, only that, you're at Lime Rock. You can't even run on Sunday. So, I mean, you're limited all over the place. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, that was one of the reasons Actually, why. Actually, you're the one guy who could, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the electric. quiet, the quiet, you know. <laughs> one of the things that I learned about that car is, you know, um, in a racing situation, electric is really um, amazing. You know, being able to actually hear the tires and hear the suspension without the sound of the motor, mm-hmm. it's like having a sixth sense while you're driving. And I, I think exactly a lot of these guys say, well, I love the way my engine, my flat six sounds, and, you know, I can hear the difference between this liter flat six and, you know, a bigger motor or, you know. I agree with all megaphones of Megaphones or. I agree with all of that, you except know, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, if you can actually hear what the rest of the car is doing, you can drive like a banshee. It's wild. You know, so uh, in time, hopefully this spring, we'll get back out there again with it and um, cool. have some fun. Awesome. Well, we'll just stay subscribed then to that one. Yeah. Uh, what about some of your other Porsche builds? Because every time a car gets done or it gets sent down to Sloan, I just look at the pictures and I'm like, holy crow, another <laughs> one. There was that black and white one that was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's yeah. like a dark gray and white. Yeah, yeah. Dolphin oh, gray. Oh my goodness gracious. Kind of like bottlenose front on it. It's a yeah. our, our style, our tribute. But, yes. Um, yeah, so we have uh, two or three cars uh, available for sale. Um, there's a 3.8 coupe at Brett Sloan's in Fairfield on display. And um, there's a... Uh, Are they still um, right on the post road there? Uh, he is now right off the uh, off the uh, uh, Amtrak um, in Fairfield. Okay. Um, but um, he's got a beautiful showroom and um, two of the cars there on display. The other one is a, a cabriol, uh, cabriolet that uh, also has uh, been backdated um and you know it's just a fun fun car it's a car that porsche never built being a cabriolet that's small bumper but with a 3.6 mm. in it and all that 964 uh updated stuff yeah suspension and um really probably the fastest car yet that i've done on the, the street really it's just so light it's oh, just so wow. light so um, I'm hoping to sell that. And then there was a, a Mexico blue cab as well. It's a real extreme body with, uh, um, it's Mexico blue with gold wheels. Um, but, uh, I want to sell those three cars, uh, to give way for some new projects for, for Telefunken. Um, do you, uh, consign all your cars through Sloan? Yeah, I've been working exclusively with Brett Sloan for, for a while. Um, I knew his dad really well. Um, his dad taught me an awful lot about oh, I cars. I, I used to visit there just to see exceptional early uh, low-mile cars. And, uh, you know, his dad would always kind of give me the, the lowdown on this car or that car. And, um, Somebody taking the time with you really leaves an impression when you're younger, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, so many people I think of that way. Yeah. I mean, Brett visually is, uh, you know, great doing a lot of photography down there. Um, and... Um, Hopefully in the spring we'll see what happens. Um, a few of those I, I recently um, parted ways with the uh, '68 Rally 912, which was exceptionally difficult to do. There was a reason, though. There was a good reason you parted with it. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that a trade? It was a trade. It was a direct swap uh, with my friend Don Ahern, P.O.R. Sport. Um, he's in Long Island. Um, he has exceptional taste uh, in rare cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 911s and. Yeah, so it's a 66 912 um, that 
was customized in the 70s by its original owner. Um, and he wanted to paint the car. I think it was originally an ivory car, and he wanted to paint the car, but he was frustrated in the cost of painting car at that point, which is incredibly expensive. Um, he decided to paint the car himself, and he, no brainer, ended, right? <laughs> he ended up coming up with a scallop paint job. So this was like in 1970, he basically reimagined um, a 912, you know, with a... Um, it's a 912.6 now. Okay. All right. So um, it's got a nice early aluminum case motor, and um, it's a really, really cool car. A car, hopefully, that I can drive a little bit more than uh. than the uh, the other 912. The other 912 was a beautiful car to bring in show. It was and, a showstopper. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want to drive you that know. car. Yeah. So, Not that much anyway. Now that I'm... Uh, you know, wanting to get out. I'm hoping to to do this uh, Luftkult event. Luftkult. Uh, Luftkult. It's yes. going to take. Listen, this is your first one. It's going to take a while to learn how to uh, uh, pronounce it. It took us a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping what is South South Carolina. And you're going to go? Yeah, I think Excellent. I'm going to bring the the the, uh, the green car down there. You're going to have a great great time. That'll be fun. Those guys. I'm telling you, it's Wart and Patrick and Howie. They really know how to put on an event. Yeah. So, do you know those guys? Do you know Jeff Swart? Um. I've been watching them from afar. Okay, um, but well, they, um, should, they should know you because of the cool stuff you're working on. They're very so friendly with Don, that. and uh, Don's going to get me in there. I think so. Big shout out to my friend Don and uh, and Brett back home. What's Don's last name? Don Ahern. Oh, Don Ahern and Brett Sloan. Okay, yeah. I see. Just want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that. they have jobs to do. He's got to get into Luftkult. It's not yeah. easy, especially the first one on the East Coast. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of entries. Yeah. Probably. What Get car would you there. bring? Do you even know, or would it be this nine twelve? It would be this this nine twelve because it's sort of the original hot rod, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's just got a very striking paint job. Um, you know, it was uh, there's a um, panorama article, uh, or it was a challenge article. I'm not not sure it's panorama or challenge. Mm-hmm. The article on the car where uh, you know was at a um, an early gathering, um, and uh, you know. Uh, I think Ferry Porsche was there and saw the car and uh, or some article in there where he commented on the paint paint job, uh, you know, uh, that had been kind of monkeyed with. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, 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 he commented. I, I, I can't quote the article exactly, but, That's all right. but uh, I, I happen to think that it's, you know, pretty psychedelic the way this car is painted. Sweet. Well, it's the right you time know, for it then, too. Art car, right? Rolling art. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of rolling art cars, uh, at some point there was discussion of you sending a car out here. Are yeah. you still thinking about I that? I really would like to try to Yeah, do we'd that. like that too. Yeah. From a creative place, yeah. I have, we'd like that. Yeah, I think it would, you know, be great to come out here and do some driving. Yeah. And spend more time in the LA area and get to some more studios. And be here on a Friday for Breakfast Club, for goodness sake, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would like to bring, uh, it's a uh, 2002 C4S. Yeah. Um, Silver? silver arctic silver um so hopefully i can get that uh some fresh shoes and uh, the only thing is if you leave it with us it's gonna end up looking different we're gonna end up telefunking the hell out of it oh yeah (laughs) it's gonna look good it's gonna look amazing (laughs) and if you're leaving the keys here we're gonna drive it every once in a while yeah 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 get it out there yeah at least once a month yeah that's what we were talking about it definitely needs exercise yeah Hopefully, I can get out here that much. Now that now you're talking, because <laughs> if you were out here and being a buddy, and we were just driving buddies too, I mean, 
That that's a win-win. I'm just saying yeah. it. It puts a big old smile on my face. Yeah. Well. Um, because I mean, this is how is Lime Rock? Let's get to that. How is how is one of my favorite places in the world, I, Lime Rock Park? 11, 11 or twelve years, twelve years now. I think I've been driving with the the drivers club at Lime Rock, and, uh, and I started off going with uh, CVR uh, DE events yeah. and um, little SCDA, and um, I've been driving there for a while. And uh, to me, it's just so great, you know, uh, throwing a car around the track there. Yeah, it's been really um, o- o- over the years. It's 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 you know Skip's just done a great job uh, keeping the community together there and upgrading the facilities. Um, what have know. they done to upgrade the facilities? Well, For years and years, it was yeah, always the same, f- and no, I wouldn't I wouldn't complain about that. A I few, liked it. few years ago, I, I you know I don't have exact dates, but you know, in the last five years, they I think they repaved the. The, the track at one point. Oh, that's um, great. That was a big project. You know, they uh, expanded the lower paddock. Um, and way back in the day, we had the pave the park stickers. I still, we yeah. still have one on the car. We, you yeah. know, five bucks. Last time they did it. Yeah. New bathrooms, new facilities. Um, you know, the club has access to both infield and outfield chalet. So when you go there, you know. Uh, have lunch every day you know That's Jeanette nice. Jeanette uh, is in charge of uh, sort of keeping the, the drivers at bay <laughs> and and fed and uh, she uh, in charge of hospitality yeah basically. hospitality for 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 skip and uh, you know it's just a, a, a great great community to be involved yeah. with and a great place to get out there and exercise the cars and 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 you know uh, the East Coast is uh, the car culture is very different. You know, I can't drive down the street and see George Barris's place. You know, you know there are a few great guys in Connecticut that I can go visit, but you know it's, it's like behind closed doors, and I gotta, right. you know, this one has a showroom and a glass window and everything. Yeah. Wow. How often do you go to Lime Rock? Um, I'm usually there. Um, the past few years, my attendance hasn't been what it has been. I've been really focusing on developing new business with Telefunken. So uh, it takes me out of the driver's seat and it puts me traveling. You know, the, the whole soundstage thing is a way to bring the music to, uh, you're doing what we did. You know, we, 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 we don't want to travel as much as we're getting older and you know, the, I love coming out for the trade show. I would like to come out to California. I'd f- really like to figure out how to do East Coast, West Coast now dual residency. But, now you're talking. You know, That's it, different. I time, wasn't sure if you like checked, went there and cleared out for a minute. Like We go up every Friday, and I know that checks out your head sometimes. You meditate, and I do yeah, too. If I'm, if I'm not at Lime Rock driving there, I'm going on a cruise somewhere on the weekend. I usually go for drives um, you know, up through... Um, you know, northern northern Connecticut, uh, quiet corner. Um, just, just a lot of beautiful roads through there, driving up towards Vermont, you know. Um, People don't realize how beautiful New England can be to drive. You know, driving the foliage um, is, you know, driving, you know, I mentioned the cabs earlier, the cabriolets, you know, I, I had always had either a sunroof or a coupe, right? Yeah, Where, me too. You know, if you haven't driven in a cab, with the top down for the foliage in the foliage yeah. and hear the sound of the motor with the top down. It's just, it's a whole, it's a, it's like, 
it's like just turning the volume button. Yeah. You know, you may not want to go on the track with this car, but it's a, such a cruiser. It's the closest experience you can have to flying without actually putting wings on the car, I think. I love that. You know, I love that. Well, I can't wait to do you to do it out here then. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. sometimes the canyons are so that you don't even hear the engine behind you because it's behind you. You're in front of the noise, you know. Yeah, you just hear wind noise up there. It's so great. Yeah, I really would like to get out and do more driving with the cars. You know, uh, um, trying to uh, clear out quite a bit um, in September. I'm probably going to be or October um, moving location for my motorsports garage. You found a place. Um, I, well, last time we talked, it was, you know, it's, I don't want to say anything. So yep, yep, it's yep. still, you know, working on it, working on it. But, um, you know, in the last couple of years, I've decided that like, you know, it's important. I've, I've done a bunch of trades, traded up, you know, um, in, um, taking a few projects that, you know, are going to take just too much time for me to complete and traded them for substantial cars. So, um, you know, trying to thin the herd and, really try Focus to be focused and have cars that I can enjoy driving and that I can pass on. Um, I think as Porsche collectors, people want to hold on to this stuff a little too much. And I, you know, uh, thank Don for this, but cause you know, um, he's kind of pushed me to kind of say, Hey, you know, you've had fun with that car and don't you want to have fun with another car and check this out. And, you know, Somebody who knows where the tides go, because I'm bad with that, too. I get emotionally attached. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's hello. <laughs> we, so, so like that, you know, I, I've been reading, and I'm sure it's more popular out here than it is out on the East Coast, but the whole, like, Marie Kondo approach to simplifying your life and going through and, and cleaning... Oh, is this a minimalism and, type of thing? Yeah, sure. you know... Um, but you know that's really important with the, with the hobby, and it's probably the one thing I've I've picked up on over the years is that you know I want to keep moving forward, and um, in time hopefully we'll get it really focused. You know, I don't know, man. I, I look at you and I'm I'm absolutely impressed with every single thing that you've got going on. I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? You've got everything is so focused already, whether you, when you realize guys it or walked not. In today, like you guys kept talking, being like, Oh, and this, Oh, and this, and, Oh, and this. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're doing so much stuff, but it is all focused. Yeah. You're only in this field of view here. You got the cars and the microphone. It's all within this. Yeah. It's super impressive. All form fit and function. I really want to do, more good things uh, with with both a passion, both sides of my passion. Yeah. Um, you know, driving passion and audio, and the balance of those things and how they sound and how they feel. How can we help with that? How can we help spread the good vibrations? Oh, you're doing it already. You're having fantastic guests on your show, um, sharing their life stories. You know, it's like uh, great to be able like. Um, have this connection um through the broadcast you know you're 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 helping <laughs> all right by doing it and it's great like when we were first talking when it first came in you know we're all all part of this thing it's it's just unbelievable so special you know i'm really glad to hear you say that i mean we feel it too but you know it's when you're swimming in it nonstop, it's easy to get not jaded, but I don't know. I there's a sense of reality where you're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I, you know, I, I know, I know I have a lot of friends who, you know, 
owning something like a Porsche is um, is is a really big deal to 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 be able to even hobble together a car. Yeah. Um, I realize that you know I'm blessed. Um, I just want to share everything I can um, in hopes that there will be other people who get turned on to to the same thing that you know makes me tick you know um because their gears turning yeah what have we not mentioned scott what have we are we missing anything business-wise that we need to get to have we hit all the important stuff Yeah, you're you are an idea man. You know that too, right? I mean, you you're just. I'm very, you know, when it comes to um, thirty thousand foot views, um, I I I don't know. It's it's weird the way it all fits together for me. It it um, it it's all where, pardon the pun, where the rubber hits the road. The the microphones, the technology, um, whether it be working on a machine part or working on a track for a band um you know scott um has been great managing and helping me um produce you know it's been uh been really awesome the things we could do um whether it been concerts or music production or um making records um so every day is a blessing every day every day you definitely have the right attitude, but I don't want to gloss over the fact that you're probably a genius too. Can we just can we just leave that there? <laughs> you don't have to acknowledge it, but you got it right. We'll just lay that there yeah. and leave yeah. it. It's pretty impressive. Thank you. It's pretty impressive, and I'm just so fond of you as a person. Likewise. Uh, are you not staying at the Cafe 101? That was just you were just there for food, right? You know that for me is the epicenter of LA. The and Swingers Cafe? It's just, you know, like when I first came to L.A., uh, and this was like when I was first starting out, and I, I didn't know a thing about anything out here, I ended up at that Best Western Hotel. And I lived in that hotel for like 30 days before I could find my apartment and settle down. I eventually lived in L.A. at the uh, the Sunset and Vine, 1555 Vine Street, the oh Magic God, Johnson property i guess he uh, schwab building that the used to be the merv griffin set no kidding so i was one of the first people to move in there when they first modernized it and uh, so i lived there for about a year but you know in getting there i spent 30 days living at the 101 and while i was there you know uh jack black tenacious d um johnny knoxville um The guys of the time, right? We were like all there. I, Did they perform there or just go there? No, they were just, Hanging they were also patrons. finding their way yeah. and just staying there and trying to f- figure it all out. Wow. And, and I, you, know, you know, I was, they were well on their way to being famous. And, you know, when I was there, I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. I can sit here in this coffee shop and these people are coming in all the time. And, like, the connections are just well, you get vibes off things, so... Yeah, well, you know, um, one of my first... I have, I have one story about the cafe there. So, 
at one point I, I'm in LA and I'm living at the the, the uh, Sunset and Vine. And I get a phone call from an engineer in in the Midwest somewhere who's like, "Yeah, I got a truckload of vintage gear and I'm coming to LA because I saw you and I, I need to sell everything. My wife needs an operation and you know, can I can I come see you? I have a whole bunch of microphones. Huh. So this guy drove out and met me with his car in the U-Haul somewhere parked out there on on uh, the corner and comes in, you know, to 101 or sitting at one of the booths right in the front window and he puts down these two boxes and he's like, I don't even know what to call, but the box says Telefunken on it. <laughs> Are you interested in these? And, you know, uh, just... You, cool stuff happening like that like but didn't know that that didn't they didn't know who that, you that were? was right when i was starting telephone that was between like 2001 2004 so i was in business like four years he has seen me from something on the internet at at that point but wow. it wasn't really you know that's crazy that's really inside baseball small world kind of stuff yeah it, you know it's uh just a, a wrinkle in my spending time in, 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 in the area and and finding gear and, and having appreciation for for you know the music technology really you know coming whether it be vintage guitar shops here in town or you know different different shops that were selling gear um, lot of, lots of old friends in town I love that uh, something came over the teleprompter just a moment ago. I'm so impressed your Scott has a teleprompter app on his phone. Uh, Relics Magazine article? Anything oh. Relics Magazine we should uh, talk about? So, you know... Especially because it looks like you don't want to talk about it. Let's, <laughs> definitely, let's definitely... So, dear friend of mine right now who happens to be in Mexico, um, who's done a lot of work with me in the past um, with some of the uh, brand image, um, my friend Jason... Um, massive deadhead um very very uh um grateful for him uh at one point you know he calls me up and there was some bottoms auction or it was just shortly after dick lotville is passing you know who dick is the dick name dick dick's picks all the grateful dead live releases so um he calls me up and he's like well you know um carol uh, dick's wife has like this stuff it it came out of the vault it was everything that came out of the grateful dead vault that didn't say the grateful dead on it oh my goodness so when the grateful dead decided that they needed to disband the the vault and they decided to donate it to university of santa cruz university of santa cruz could legally only take the actual grateful dead recordings so any recording that was in the vault that dick latvala had as a reference recording from the Rolling Stones or literally hundreds of bands. He was a taper. He loved yes. listening to this stuff and he wanted to compare what the Grateful Dead sounded like live to what all these other bands sounded like live. And so um, everything that wasn't Grateful Dead that was in the vault, they didn't know what to do with. And Jason got the call and Jason and I purchased this remnants of skeletons from the vault um, and for about 10 years, this sat in my warehouse in Connecticut 
like the Ark of the Covenant, kind of Love on the a reference. pallet rack. Love the reference. Um, and it wasn't until I met Scott uh, Menderos who uh, kind of pushed me to, let's break it open. Let's see what's inside. So is this what you've been digitizing lately? This is what you keep posting and then, oh, there's this. and, and trying to bring attention to it. This is a serious collection. It's probably the most sought after in the world right now. It's, uh, it's pretty extensive. So it's that archive that he's yeah. been digitizing lately. So yeah, and it's it's wow. not it's <laughs> n- not just like three hundred quarter inch reels of like sixties who's who. Um, there's books and some literature and some other things and letters and, and all kinds of little deal. little trinkets. But um, so we decided to go through and go through check the inventory and go through each item and um scott and i were sitting with a friend listening to some audio in the studio or going through the books like looking at all dick dick's literature on the grateful dead in, in the books and you know out falls this piece of paper and um we look at it and uh i notice the lyrics right away from brown-eyed women and you can see like some song words scribbled out, and then I'm like, Scott, where'd you find this? <laughs> you know how? So out of one of these books happened to be the uh, Robert Hunter's anna, anna, uh, annotation or whatever. Yeah, his original notes. His original notes. Written yeah. incorrectly at well, first. Yeah. It was originally called brown haired. In case they yeah. can't hear him, yeah. originally called brown haired women. Brown haired women, and, and he uh, crossed it out. And he crossed it out and changed it, and, and did the whole lyrics for the song there. And we were just dumbfounded. It literally fell out of the book. On was it the day of his passing? Two days. Wow. Two days. Two days after wow. his passing. Well, that's not a mistake, right? I mean, so that's just one of those things. Oh, so that's where the relics comes in. So relics picked up that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So and that it drops this Friday. Yeah. 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 Relics magazine this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, some, some original Grateful Dead lyrics falling out of books, falling from the sky. Right? That's not something you ever even thought you would get. You know what I mean? That wasn't part of the whole. This was just a little bit of a life I'm, cherry on top. You know, that was about the recordings. The literature was great, but, you know, a lot of great pictures to look at and a lot of great things to read. But to find those lyrics, I mean, oh, come amazing. on. That's it's, amazing. It's that's just, a pretty cool thing to have in your repertoire. Yeah. Uh, how you feel? Grateful. You're the best. It warms my heart. I can't even tell you. Grateful. Um, we've done the hour. We're good. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're good, we actually went a little long. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you're going to be here every time you're in town. I hope that you're bringing a car out. Yes. Uh, or sending a car out. Uh, I think we talked about that too. We can always do uh, the motoring club. I want to get a sh- big shout out to Michael Repetti down at the motoring club because they might be able to receive it and store it there or whatever. It's a so great we'll idea. It out. Obviously, you know that you're welcome here as well. Absolutely. Uh, were you pointing at the uh, the? <laughs> now this is kind of funny. If you are familiar with the Baby Yoda, there's all sorts of talk because doesn't he have a helmet that's got what very closely appears to be the Triple Zero logo on the helmet? Yeah. Pete Stout's little logo. Yeah, love the magazine. <laughs> 
but I haven't seen the movie yet, though. But there was a picture somebody put, and that's There's, true, right? That was really that's real. The yeah, 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 yeah. The the. Uh, the, there's an issue. Um, I mentioned the club sport that I that you traded. Yeah, traded traded up for. Um, that club sport is in. There's an edition of Triple Zero uh, where that uh, the club my club sport with the previous owner is 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 in the magazine. You don't know what number, do? You? What, what I'm is not you? sure which issue it I'm is. Sorry. It's all right. We don't have all of them. We got on late, so. Dear Pete, <laughs> that's why I'm asking. Yeah. We'll ask Pete. Uh, yeah, Pete's dad's great. That'd be Big awesome. Um, thanks for being here, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Mrs. Ryan, what do we have tomorrow? Breakfast Club. Oh, this is it. You're here. It's the end of the week. You got the the whole weekend. It's the NAM show. All right. All right. So, yeah, come to Breakfast Club tomorrow if you feel like it. Come on down. We are uh, Newcomb's Ranch. They open at 9. We're there around then. And uh, when that's over, you should go down to Anaheim Convention Center and pop in over at the telephone booth to enter for your chance to win. It won't be this color at that point, probably, because this one was given away today. But a real one, probably more similar to what you're using there, Mrs. Ryan. All right. In a color. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah. Some kind of blue. Yeah, In some version of blue. Blue, yeah. That's right. Shades, multiple shades of blue. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what's going on. And then next we've got great guests as well next week. Ian James Corlett. This is funny you're sitting here. He has an electric 912. Yeah. That's who's here, right? He's a voiceover guy who uh, is a big Porsche file. Oh, I love that. Love that. Uh, and Chris Gabriel as well. So, fantastic. Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. Love you. Scott, thank you for being here. We love thank you very you. much. Tony Roger thank Fishman, you. we love you so very much. Thank you for being here. You mean the world to us, and it has nothing to do with being a guest or a friend or a Porsche thing. There's a connection that goes way deeper. You're awesome. Thank well, you. I wish you both health and happiness. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Uh, we love everybody at home. Please have a great weekend, and uh, shit, we'll see you out there. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs>